0: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We are coming up on eight days until the NBA draft, but you know what we haven't talked a lot about? That will play a little bit of a role when it comes to draft time. We haven't talked about free agency, a big decision in free agency that we all know has been coming, but might already be decided. We'll talk about some of the options when it comes to Mo Bamba and his impending free agency and why the Magic may have no choice but to resign him. It's time for a Wednesday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 15th, 2022. My name is Philip Rosman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR_OMD. omd On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the free agency for Mo Not necessarily who might be after him, but why the magic... Might have no choice but to resign him. We'll go over some of the options that might be available to replace him in free agency as well as a draft and why that may lead to the ultimate conclusion that keeping Mo is the right choice. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Subscribe for every download podcast, search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. and Search for Locked On Magic, of course. Mo Bamba is is certainly a player that has always divided, I think, Magic fans in some way. Um, Whether it was during the Steve Clifford days when people thought he wasn't playing enough and there was some debate over how impactful he was and, and how much the Magic should invest in his development, to today. When we saw him play starter minutes and saw him do some really good things, um, in essence, you know Mo has struggled with circumstance a lot in his career. Um, you know I don't think I think when the Magic drafted Mo Bamba, this was a good situation for him. He would have had a year to understudy under Nikola Vucevic, kind of get his sea legs under him, start building some strength, and then of course Nikola Vucevic's impending free agency. I think everyone believed that Orlando would move on to Mo Bamba and and, and continue their rebuild from there. Of course, that's not how Mo Bamba's rookie season played out. Mo Bamba's rookie season ended up being a playoff year, and all of a sudden the Magic didn't have the patience for a, a player who, when they drafted, knew was going to take time to develop, knew would take attention and a need to make mistakes in order to get him where they ultimately wanted him to get. And, and Bamba showed some good flashes that rookie year too, but the broken leg, the playoff run, re-signing Nikola Vucevic, Having a coach like Steve Clifford, who I think was really good for Bamba overall, um, you know, in the long run, Clifford did not have the patience to sit through mistakes. He was trying to win games. And that put Bamba way behind the eight ball. And and essentially, when I look at Bamba's career and I look at what Mo did last year, I I, I just see a player who was just caught behind. Um, He was a player who just fell behind, and never really caught up. Um, this, the Magic just did not have uh, the, the the ability to commit time to him with the other goals that they were trying to accomplish, namely making and advancing in the playoffs. Bamba was not ready for that, that kind of a team. Um, again, that certainly is a fault on Bamba a little bit, uh, but that's not the player he was, and that's not the player he was entering the draft. Maybe if he'd stayed in college another year, He would have been more prepared for a a more meaningful role, but he needed to be on a rebuilding team where he could make mistakes, where he could grow and learn from those mistakes. And he didn't really get that opportunity fully until Jamal Mosley showed up this year. This season from Obamba was objectively a good one. Career highs across the board averaged 10.6 points per game, 8.1 rebounds per game, 1.7 blocks per game. That's what consistent playing time will do. He had a consistent role. He was the starting center. The magic, faith and trust in him for the first time. And you know, I think give him that cra- Of course, the unfortunate thing about falling behind, and, and if this was Bamba's second year or his rookie year, we'd be ecstatic and over the moon. This would be like, okay, there's something to work with here. We could see the three point shot, we could see the shot blocking. That's great. The reality is, though, Bamba is behind. Um, he's not where he's supposed to be. And again, that's a, a victim of circumstance. Um, if he'd gone to a true rebuilding situation, um, If he had not been on a playoff team his first couple years, I think he'd be in a much different place. And that's, again, that's nobody's fault. The Magic thought they were going to be something else. They took the best player on their board, and Bamba, you know, as much as people will say that that you know that turned out to be a bad pick, uh, so to speak, um, but the Magic were... I, I think the Magic were completely rational in making the pick. I don't think they necessarily made a mistake. They're certainly better picks, and, and we could certainly nitpick that, especially with how things have gone for the Magic since. Bamba, though, is here. Uh, and again, the unfortunate part about falling behind is now time has run out. Um, and so the, the big question facing the Orlando Magic, the big question facing Bamba is, well, now what do you do with this career so far? How do you value it? How do you put a monetary, do- monetary amount on what the Magic are thinking and what the Magic are doing and what Bamba's doing most, most importantly? Because at the end of the day, he's making at least partially a decision here about where he's going to play next season. And I, honestly, I don't have a good answer for this. Um, I don't know how to value Bamba. Because, um, you know, on one hand, uh, the Magic aren't going to use him the same way next year. Regardless of anything else, Mo Bamba's role will not be the same next year. Wendell Carter is going to start. He, they put They put their money up with him. They gave him the extension. They believe wholly in Wendell Carter. And if you watch his play this year, That was certainly warranted. Um, They're going to be drafting, you know, in all likelihood, they're going to be drafting Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, or Paolo Bancaro. That means that they have a forward standing next to Wendell Carter. And that gets into the other issues. Franz Wagner will start at the three. So you have your two forwards set. And we're not even getting into Jonathan Isaac, who, if he comes back healthy, is a starting caliber forward. This year is certainly going to be a recovery year for Jonathan Isaac. I would not expect him to be a full-time starter, but you know, we'll we'll you know we'll see what happens. This is all again to say that the team that Mo Bamba is leaving is not going to be the same team, team that he would be coming back to. And so all this progress, all this growth that we saw from Bamba, the statistical output that we saw from him, that's going to change. That's not going to be where the magic leave him. And so, that goes into the equation, too. How much are the Magic willing to pay for, essentially, a young backup center? Now, a young backup center that they trust, a young backup center that they know, a young backup center that is, to Bamba's credit, very invested in what the Magic are doing. He is still working out at the Amway Center. His key card works until—his th- fingerprint works until July 1st. Um, he— Every time he talks about this Magic team, he talks about being part of this group and being invested in this group, and I think that's a major credit to the culture the Magic have built. Bamba wants to be here, but the dollars and cents have to make sense. And, and honestly, if I'm Mo Bamba, if I can get a guaranteed bigger role somewhere else, he should absolutely jump at that chance and no one should begrudge him for it. And The Magic shouldn't honestly stand in his way for it if that's if that's what he's looking for. This is all just very, very Difficult to parse out. Very, very difficult to pull apart. Very, very difficult to, to find. And I do not envy Jeff Weltman and his decision to say, "How much are we going to pay this guy?" Uh, I, I think that it's very possible Mobamba will get the mid-level exception. Um, we'll get you know a, a starting salary somewhere around eight to nine million dollars. Would not surprise me if he gets into the 10 million dollar range he is still a really valuable shooter at the center spot he's still a really good shot blocker a high high volume shot blocker there's still a lot to like about mobamba and he's still young enough that you can't quite give up on his potential and his talent for me the big sticking point will probably be years not amount uh, i would be very hesitant if i were the magic to commit to 4 years with mobamba again but that may be the cost of doing business especially in a tight free agent market where there are few centers and we'll get to get into that coming up here in a minute the fact of the matter is, Mobamba is as big a mystery as anything else. And when you look at his play on the floor, that mystery only gets deeper. It only gets harder to evaluate and value him on the open market. So let's turn the analysis then to the who is out there. Who can the Magic get to replace Mobamba? And is the value of that greater than what bringing Mobamba back would be? We'll get into that coming up here in just a moment. NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? There's not many opportunities left to get your daily NBA fantasy on. Then you need to try the award winning app Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this game and we know you will too. Prize Picks offers a variety of options. Prize Picks can offer any prop you can think of from points scored to rebounds, even steals. Prize Picks even allows mixed sports entries. So you can get that Steven Stamkos over under one and a half goals. You can get that Andre Vasilevsky over under 25 and a half saves uh, with the Stanley Cup final going on right now. Go bolts. And PrizePix doesn't just offer NBA, they have options on the college, basketball, college, football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and a whole lot more. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point that you have to use the code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans. Sign up today and use code NBA, $50 for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Just one point. That's it.
0: This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat, led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time.
2: want to give you a quick reminder. The Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th with more than 50 insiders. Nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick is June 16th. That's tomorrow, and that's me. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. We'll be going over uh, a little bit deeper into my selection and kind of where I'm sitting right now on the NBA Draft on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic, but definitely download the ultimate NBA mock draft starting June, starting tomorrow to get the whole locked, get the whole mock, mock lock draft, and hear what we all think about the NBA draft. So obviously, uh, you start with the player himself. You, know, um, you know, I don't think you go out into the free agent market without thinking. I believe in this player. You don't sign players you don't believe just because you need to to, to fill a gap. Um, you know, at the end of the day, there are. So many undrafted free agents. There's so many free agents. So many guys out there. You can find someone that you like and that you believe in. And obviously, GMs, their money, their job is made on making the right choices and making the right selections, and frankly, making the right guesses. Uh, guess uh, these kinds of picks and these kinds of players. Um, when it comes to Mo Bamba, you know there's there are plenty of difficulty. A his play leaves something to be desired. Um, the Magic, uh, you know, were okay defensively with him on the floor. Okay, okay with him off the floor. Not a huge difference. That the defensive impact that Bamba made overall is certainly still a big question mark. And I think one of the big questions that a lot of us have who watch Mobamba is okay, where is the defensive awareness? Where is that defensive force? I, I, I'm a big believer that you know there that, that Bamba a smart guy. I mean, I, I think he's an incredibly intelligent intelligent person. I think he's I think he's a good basketball player. But watching him in the NBA, I often, I often say, and I'm sure y'all retired me saying this, it's it, with him it was always see, think, do. And, and in the NBA, you got to be see, do. You can't that that thinking, that split second of thinking, of understand, of recognizing and then processing what you're supposed to do, that's death. That's where you get beat. Uh, you need to just do. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm a big believer in this. In uh, these kinds of situations, and you know, like whether it's live TV, whether it's live, whatever, live action, whatever, it's better—it's better to make a choice and be wrong than not to than to not make the choice at all or sit back and wait to make the choice. Um, I, I, I'd rather a player be wrong and confident than thinking too much, um, if that makes sense. Now, obviously, you don't want players to be wrong too much. You want them to be right. You want them to make the right reads. You want that stuff to be instinctual, uh, and again, this is part of where Bamba needed more experience and more time. Uh, it's not ex- instinctual yet for Bamba, and so a lot of his defense, I think, still gets covered. Um, you know, he still needs a Wendell Carter next to him to to play defense and to cover some of the bigger, bigger centers out there. And, and obviously, I think that helps Bamba because it makes him a little bit more of a free-ranging shot blocker um, as well, which is again a much more valuable use of him. And, and you know, again, I, I've said this before. I do think that Orlando is uniquely situated to absorb Chet Holmgren because they use Bamba, because of the way they used Mo Bomba last year. I think the Magic would use Chet Holmgren at least his rookie year in a very, very similar fashion to the way that they use Bamba. And obviously, again, moderate success, but Bamba had a career season. He had a very, very good season last year for him. Um, you know, again, and I think I think that that's that's a that's a model for, for how the magic could use Chet Holmgren. Obviously, you have that question, and you have the question of, that, um, of of how much do you pay a player like Mo Bamba. But then you have the question of what else is out on the market. Um, if you're going to let Mo Bamba walk, the Magic then need, desperately need a backup center. They have Mo Wagner in their pocket. Um, uh, there's been some rumors that they may sign a player from Europe to come over and fill some of that backup center role, but I wouldn't quite trust that to be more than a third center role. Um, and so you have to start thinking, okay, if you let Mo Bamba walk— Then backup center becomes a free agent priority. Then that's something you have to fill uh, to fill the to 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 be ready for the season Uh, to just field a functioning roster. And I do think it's important that the Magic consider that, consider that short term need and fill a functioning roster. The veteran centers on this market are not exactly enticing. Uh, We'll dive more into free agency and the market in full, but the macroscopic view of this is this is not a good free agency market. Uh, Right now, you know, again, the big names—Kyrie Irving, Zach uh, Levine—they look like they're going to. James Harden—they look like they're going to stay where they are. Uh, There's been recent. There's been some reporting that Zach Levine was going to test the market, but now there's some reporting out there suggesting that he is going to stay with the Bulls. I I still think that's ultimately the right decision for Zach Levine. I, I don't think there's really many options out there for him. There's few teams with money. The Magic were one of them. I've pitched that the Magic should get a meeting with Zach Levine, although I don't think signing him is necessarily the right call right now for this team. DeAndre Ayton's probably the biggest free agent that's going to move teams. You've got Miles Bridges. Again, this these are the top free agents on the market. The top two gettable free agents are restricted free agents, number one. So that means there are matching rights, and I do think Phoenix will ultimately end up matching for DeAndre Ayton. I, 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 although, who knows what's going on there. Um, they should. Who knows what they'll do. Um, but DeAndre Ayton and Miles Bridges are your two big free agents that seem like they're in play. A, I think this will— Help kind of increase Obama's value a little bit, um, make it make it a little bit more urgent for teams to go after him and go get him. Um, that should that may increase the possibility for a sign and trade deal, which are very very complicated. We'll go over some of the mechanics of that um, as we get there. Uh, but if you look at the other free agent bigs on the market, that would be in the Magic's range. Um, you know, a backup center maybe making seven to eight million dollars or less. The options dry up really really fast. We're talking veteran bigs like. Andre Drummond or JaVale McGee, um, guys that probably are looking to play for contenders. They're not looking to play for rebuilding teams at this moment. You're looking at a guy like Hassan Whiteside, um, who, you know, again, like Mobamba, a great shot blocker, but does not have an overall good defensive reputation. Um, again, great shot blocker, will make plays. I think you could trust Hassan Whiteside to do spot starts because Wendell Carter um, has a long history of injury. Wendell Carter played 62 games last year. That is the most he's played in it. Played in his career, um, so I think I think you do have to make sure that you're covered for potential Wendell Carter injuries. That's why the backup center role is so vital and is so important. So Hassan Whiteside, yeah, put him in the put him in the running. I mean, I, I not my favorite guy in the world, but someone that you might be able to get, someone who might be able to latch onto a, a rebuilding team, uh, accept a role coming off the bench, and and be an energy guy there. Um, you have. Thomas Bryant, um, who I really like, I think he, before his injury last year, was really, really solid, can step out to a three-point line, good defensive presence in the middle, but the problem is he's played like 30 games the last two years. He tore his ACL um, early last season in the bubble, uh, or early last season, actually I think it was against the Magic um, before Markel Foltz got hurt. He came back uh, last year, again, if you're the Magic, do you really want a third guy who, really a fourth guy who's recovering from an ACL injury in the last two years. Um, Brian is very, very good. He he averaged a decent amount of points, started a decent amount of games last year. So if he passes all his physicals, I think that's that could be a really good player. And another player that you could look at is Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, Hartenstein has gotten some buzz among Magic Twitter. Uh, I think that he would be a great option. This is a guy that is begging for a bigger chance, and the Magic are certainly a team that could give it to him. He, show, he made, I think it was, what, uh, he made a decent amount of threes last year. Not a whole lot. He's like 16 of 30 or 14 of 30 from three last year. So not volume to, to say it's anything. It showed some willingness to shoot from the outside. You know, decent decent on the inside, on the interior. Uh, definitely a player worth maybe investing in. But I, if, if we're thinking that, I'm sure there are several other teams thinking that. And the question is, okay, what does that do to his price? I would imagine Hartenstein uh, will be one of the big free agent centers uh, in, this, in this draft market. And again, it's just going to be a question of Uh, Where does he want to sign and uh, who wants to get him? The other option, you know, I will mention it. Dwight Howard is a free agent. You could probably get him super cheap. Uh, The Magic do need a veteran. Is that the veteran you want in your locker room? Uh, I'm I'm sure Dwight's matured a little bit uh, over the last few years. He's obviously been part of a a championship team with the Lakers now. Um, You know, I think there is a soft spot from some fans who try and bring him back and try and kind of make good with one of the franchise's great players, but you don't sign a player for nostalgia, make that 100% clear. Um, it's, if we're talking Dwight Howard at this point, um, I think our options are getting pretty slim. Now, obviously, there's trades, too. I don't want to discount the ability to make trades. I've seen Magic fans pitch trades for Mitchell Robinson from New York. I don't think that's a terrible idea either. Kind of the same issues as Hassan Whiteside. I've pitched, I've explored, and pitched some trades for Dwight Powell of Dallas. I find it hard to believe Dallas will move off of Dwight Powell because they need him uh, so much to kind of fill that center role. But if you could get a Terrence Ross trade, move back up into the first round, and get Dwight Powell, that feels like a coup of some sort. Um, but the the options in free agency at center get really, really slim. And you know, I do believe the Magic needs some experience at that spot. They need someone that they can trust because they're going to need that player to start a few games. They're going to need that player to start potentially 15 games next year. Um, again, Wendell Carter has not played more than 70 games in the season. you gotta, you got to at least account for he's going to be out for a good chunk of time. And so, finding a suitable, reliable backup center is a must for this Orlando Magic team. Whether it is Mobamba, which again, could very well be the option. If you're asking me, to rank Mo Bamba among those, obviously depending on the salary for all of them, Mo Bamba's right there. I, I, uh, you look at the options available in free agency, and Mo Bamba is certainly a real option to come back to Orlando. Um, certainly a real option. Honestly, a, a good option uh, among those options to fill that backup center role. There is one other avenue, and that's the draft. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the prospects that could fill that role Uh, that the Magic could draft in the late first or early second round as the Magic try to solve this backup center issue. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. Betonline BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting, stats, and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL hockey Stanley Cup final, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So, of course, the the last place to look for this backup center, and I do think this is the last place to look, I don't think that this is the primary option for this Orlando Magic team, um, is in the draft. This year's draft does have a good group of centers that are likely to go in that late first, early second round that are worth taking a look at. Um, The name that really pops out to me is Jalen Williams of Arkansas, not to be confused with Jalen Williams of Santa Clara. Uh, Jalen Williams is just a hustle energy big. Um, takes a lot of charges, just plays solid defense. I, I think he'd be really good coming off the bench. I think that he I think that he will find a home in the NBA just because he plays so hard. Um, that is 100% an option for the Orlando Magic. If he's available at 32-35, you take him and you don't think about it. Um, you know, again, is he someone that you can trust to be a starter? I, I, I don't think so. He's a little bit undersized, which is why a bench roll is probably really, really good for him. Um, but there's, there's a lot to like about Jalen Williams. Another guy to take a look at is Arizona center Christian Coloco. I believe he was the Pac-12 defensive player of the year. Good shot blocker, good defensive awareness, takes up a lot of size, just very, very limited offensively. Again, you're going to see that with a lot of these guys. They're very, very limited offensively. Other guys to take a look at, uh, Khalifa Jop. He plays for Grand Canaria in Spain. He's, a, he's from Senegal. You know, Just, just a really impress, impressive physical, physical player. Still learning the game, I think. I think there's still a feel that he has that he has to get. And, and then Ismael Camagate, um, who's from France, uh, another kind of, you know, again, young centers take time. We saw this with Mo Bamba. We've seen this plenty of times. It's very rare for a young center to come in the league and immediately make an impact and immediately kind of turn the tide. And again, that's why I think you don't go you don't go rookie with these centers. Now these are really talented players. I'm all for taking them. I like I like them all. To, to varying degrees, I don't think they'd be bad picks. I don't know if i trade. I might trade up to get Jalen Williams, um, but I, I I don't think i trade up for any of them. If they're available at 32 and 35, that's where I take them. Um, if, if that's the direction the Magic want to go, of course. Um, but again, the backup center position, I think, does need to be filled by a veteran. And that gets us back to the point of this podcast. The Magic may not have a choice here. The right choice, the right decision, the right way to manage the asset, the right way to build this roster might well be to bring Mo Bamba back. Now, obviously, the cost matters. I don't think they should do it at any cost. But they might have no choice. Mo Bamba might be the best option. And that's not a bad thing. The question is, you know, can Mo fill that backup center role? Can he accept that backup center role with a new rookie coming in? Will that be satisfactory to him? You know, is will he stay invested in what the Magic are doing? You know, will the motivation of not having a contract year, you know, keep, you know, will he keep stay motivated? Will he stay uh, wanting to get better? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think the Magic draft guys that don't want to get better, but you know, the, the contract year phenomenon is a real observable thing. Sometimes it's a tough choice, no lie. Um, It is a tough choice. Uh, I I don't believe the Magic can bring back their entire roster next year. They need some change. They need some new blood. They need some guys that are going to help push this team forward. It's not just the draft picks. And Bamba is an easy guy to cast aside um, because of the contract situation. But at the same time, I, I don't think the Magic can completely ignore that Bamba is a good option that Bomba still can do things to help this team, that Bomba may still be the best thing for this team. It's not an easy choice. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm absolutely right on that. I'm just merely saying that there are just not a lot of good options out there for this Magic team to make the kind of improvement they want, and Bomba is something they know and know pretty well. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the public selling podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at underscore omd And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA Draft Big Board. Uh, We're obviously in crunch time for the NBA Draft, so if you're not listening to this podcast, you're missing out. Our draft experts will get you ready for the NBA draft with just a week to go before the big day. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic, Galen Locked on Magic, this is Bill and right? We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.